Welcome to Queen Pod. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Queen Pod, where you get your soothing poetry recitations and storytelling. I really hope you enjoy this one. Catch you later. The Marketplace A market is best known as a trading ground for the wise, the greedy, and the clueless. Nothing more than muddy roads, flies, and overpriced wares. However, that's just from one perspective. If you change the angle in which you look at the place, as an indigent noun and not a visitor, a new world starts to form. Stories, secrets, struggles, all burst out, a community on its own. We'll start off with Iadabo, the onion seller everyone seems to miss. I beg, onions are too small. No, last I heard, she is the market witch. Wait, someone sells onion at that side. But what everyone doesn't know is that she comes there every assigned day to make a few change to take care of her overgrown son who is determined to spawn half the population of the country with as many illegitimate children as he can. He is popularly known as shoot and kill. Never misses, they say. If only he applied the same enthusiasm he used in shooting to equally taking care of the children rather than dumping the responsibility on his aging mother's lap, then Iyadaba wouldn't be in the situation. The marketplace is also the only place Iyadaba gets to see her daughter, who is steadily aiming towards the world record of most local gin consumed. If you ever did notice the woman, you may or may not witness the squabble between herself and her daughter. You see, the drunken girl believes she's entitled to weekly wagers, like being someone's child is an occupation. While you let that sink in, let's take a look into Romeo and Juliet, Market Edition. Mama Chinidu and Malam Sanusi, for as long as anyone could remember, have been sworn enemies for all the petty reasons. Malam Sanusi attracts a lot of flies with his meat. And being beside her stall, it tends to irritate majority of her customers. To top it off, for some weird reason, 
He always seems to smell like bad luck. Her words, though, not mine. Mama Chinedu, on the other hand, is a religious fanatic who tries to shove her beliefs down everyone's throat by sharing her warnings of the end time to anyone that pays her enough attention. Again, his words, not mine. Of course, as most forbidden stories go, Mama Chinedu's daughter and Malam Sinusi's brother thought it right, or rather wise, to grow a romance in the most hostile ground possible. And like all tales of passion, ninth time is the best time. An hour before closing, when everyone is wrapping up, and the day's fatigue renders you ignorant. You would be sure to find them behind the rusty lorry that's older than time, fondling and participating in rushed fornication. All forms of communication had already been done during the day, with eye signals and the occasional brushes. This is no different from our home movies. And with that, cliches are inevitable. So, guess who's pregnant? And who's panicked? I do not forget about the Magamudo, John. Ever since that one agent complimented him while buying frozen turkey from his mother's stall and told him he had the stature and stride for the runway. He not only ran to a nearby photo studio and had himself a mini shoot, but now he strides around the market from time to time, portfolio in hand, in hopes of seeing the agent again. We will close today's market tour on Mr. Benson, the self-imposed grammarian, who, according to him, possesses the elixir of life in his bottles of herbs. As far as he is concerned, his herbs can cure even cancer. Mr. Benson, like everyone else, has a secret of his own. He is a chronic gambler. This, though, is not in his favor because he is terrible at it. Desperate to have that one win. He once almost gambled off his only child. If he hadn't slumped from all the alcohol he had consumed that day, the poor girl would have been doomed for sure. Nowadays, he walks around with a huge debt 
chained around his neck. Sometimes, the market could be another stressful errand. Or another world. It all depends on the angle. Oh, how I do love Sundays. Why? Why else? Because I get to talk to you guys. Plus, I missed you this week. And I do hope you missed me. The marketplace is kind of like a market profiling. Because when whenever I look at certain places or certain things, I like to believe that they have deeper stories to them. Like there's way more than what's beneath the eye or what's in front of us. And the thing is, when we go to certain, when we go to places, we tend to just look at it from our own perspective or our own eyes. And we forget that we can get a million other things if we're just observant enough. If we just change the side or the angle in which you look at things, then a whole new sort of view comes to play. And that's something that I am really keen on. I like to observe and I like to tell stories from what I have observed. And the marketplace just came from another boring, annoying and stressful errand to the market. We went to stock up the house and I just looked around and I'm like, this, there are so many different people here. So obviously they all have to have so many different experiences. Like no one is ever surfaced. There's always something deep going on. Always something crazy. Always something obscene happening in everybody's life. And that's something that I try to point out. The fact that we need to be more observant to things that are happening. And we need to be more open to the ideas that people have lives aside from the roles that we are accustomed to seeing them in. That's what the marketplace was trying to symbolize. And then the basic fact that people are just are just not jobs and then people have issues. That, that's, that's there too. <laughs> I really hope you took something out of this. Even though at the time I wrote it, there wasn't really much aside from just trying to bring the market to life. But then reading it now, just it paints a different picture aside from bringing the market to life. A picture of, well, humanity. The fact that anywhere humans are gathered, anywhere we find ourselves, there's always going to be some sort of build-up. There's going to be a collection of different wacky and unique stories that are never, ever, ever boring or uninteresting. And I really hope the marketplace captured that for you. I would like to hear your thoughts on this, on the marketplace. And on the idea that every single place has a story, every single person you see is way beyond the role that you have accustomed them to, the role that you have placed on them based on the surrounding that they find themselves. I would love to hear what you think in that, in that frame of mind. So if you could reach out to me on my Instagram handle or my Twitter handle, whichever is comfortable, I would place it in the back, in the bayou of this, in the bayou of this episode. And let's just talk. Let's talk about this. This piece needs interaction. I want to hear what you think. I want to see how your mind works, how it ticks. So yeah. 
hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave. Oh, hell! <laughs> I just see that. Thank you for listening. This has been Queen Pod, and I'll be back next week Sunday. Thank you.